0: Down
1: the end of Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh. You
0: dig?
1: I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa
2: Mendez is here Oh shit.
1: This is Marissa right here. here. This is the reason why I'm flying at all you (laughs)
0: niggas.
1: You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor gang can die. We don't even gotta say shit, cause Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. Let's do it.
2: Woo! We gotta keep in here. Let's do it. That was cute. Wish popping. It's Marissa Mendez. Welcome to another episode of Marissa Explains It All. Joyce is here and Arielle is here and Prime's here. Hola! What up, guys? And like, that's our whole team. That's weird. I mean, we have Taylor forever, but he's just not on this coast. But it just, I feel like we're so small now. Right? Aww.
3: I feel like it started out, there were more people.
2: But they weren't doing anything either, though.
3: Yeah. Mm. And then we'd always be waiting on them. Uh huh. But you see Mike all the time. What's I Mike do. up to?
2: Wrapping his ass off and putting out that single and it's doing really well blue face is out now on all streaming platforms yes and um he had a show over thanksgiving break in like utah for their um like you know their christmas jam shit the radio station or whatever so it was like him sweetie and some other people so mike's been like really moving around really proud of that kid he's been working in in the studio and producing too so fire his arms I'm late today because I didn't want to come to this podcast.
3: <laughs> but she brought Taco Bell. I did
2: bring Taco Bell. Today is my cheat day. I'm down 1.7 pounds for the week. Yay. And I would just really like to give myself props for that because included in this week was a trip to Miami. A
3: trip? A trip. Would it be a fly?
1: She got fluid out. It was.
3: A trip to Miami, <laughs> a girls trip,
2: and there was we don't a know a vacation. <laughs> I mean, there was another girl with me, so <laughs> <laughs> it was a and, That's a good one. <laughs> and um, so like I keep track of what I eat every day on my like I have on my notepads because I do like Weight Watchers a So like it'll say like for breakfast I had this. It was this many points. And like my whole like breakfast, lunch, dinner it just said Patron, Patron, <laughs> Patron. Oh but I wow. didn't really eat that day to make sure that I could drink the alcohol and and, put, and like tequila has the lowest amount of calories. And so I did well and I still lost my point. Did 7%. you realize
3: you just said tequila like to kill ya? No, tequila. But also to kill you.
2: Well, what are you saying?
3: It's going to kill me? We no, don't in know. In a good way. In oh, a very okay.
2: positive yeah. way. And tonight, um, since t- like I said, today's cheat day. Tonight I was, I'm having a girls night. It's a secret Santa. And it's like my little crew from Revolt and um, I'm going to eat pizza and I'm very excited about that and chocolate. And I made everybody, since this is coming out after tonight, I could say it. I made everybody Christmas stockings because, you know, like Christmas oh, is my jam. Cute. Well, arts and crafts period is my jam. And so I got, you know, I did like the glue and then I put glitter. So everyone's names on the stockings, mm. and I bought like a bunch of random like dollar store items and shit to put cute. in there. And one of the items <laughs> that I am very excited about is I framed a different photo of myself for every stocking, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you heard it here first, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but like, it's so, obviously just a gag gift, and then they can use the frame if they want. Well, but. You say
3: obviously, but what if some like what if you know Danielle just decided to hang a picture of you <laughs> in her bathroom? I would
2: be honored. In my bathroom, I have Ty Dolla Sign and. Um, <laughs> I just love that so much. And Cleveland.
3: Well, in Danielle's bathroom, she's about to have Marissa, her dog, and then another one of Marissa. She's just gonna have just to, to get some balance. Yeah, some that's good.
2: Life. That's good. I honestly should change mine though in my bathroom now that we said bathroom pictures because the fact that I have Cleveland in. There, I was gonna ask, <laughs> but it was just like it was like the first night that we all hung out as like a full crew, mm. and it was New York City, and it was summer 2013, and the picture is just so fun. Like it's me, Carol, her best friend Erica. Um, another one, our homegirls, and then Cleveland and like his whole gang, and mm. we're all taking shots together, and everyone's just so happy, and like the bartender or whoever, well the bottle girl is like pouring all our shots or whatever, and everyone's just like yeah, love it. And I don't know, it just feels like such a like, and especially that moment that summer was like that like I had had that breakup six months prior, and so like that month July 2013 was the first month, well the month before the first month I started feeling good and happy again. So like to me, that picture is a representation of like you can definitely bounce back mm. and like find a whole new There's tribe. Just a good time and, like, in your really, life, right. yeah, it really was. So like it it actually doesn't signify like him, him like, single, yeah, like single. him in yeah. that picture. Like yeah. it's not a picture of my boo in that. It's right. literally just the crew and like a really a dope great night, movie. yeah. And like he was in my life for five years, so regardless of the fact I don't fuck with him at all, mm-hmm. fuck him. He still was like an important figure for who I am as a person. So, right. I'm cool with having his picture in my bathroom. Yeah, I that's guess. true. And then the tight Sign picture. Like-
3: not- Can't get rid of that one. Exactly. And it's me interviewing
2: him. It was when I brought him on. i this podcast later. So, that's a pretty cool so, picture, too, mm-hmm. I think. Because that was a big moment for me to interview my fave on my, on my job. To, not like, you know, not even like at Hot 97. I mean, it was at Hot 97, but to interview him on Hot 97 would have kind of just been like. Someone's throwing me an alley oop and just kind of letting me. Whereas, like, you came on my show mm-hmm. and like you're my guest, so that mm-hmm. was really cool. So, if Danielle wants to put me
3: in that kind of company, because
2: obviously, bathroom pictures are meaningful.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> elevated to a certain level, right? <sighs> I said
2: I wasn't going to talk about my Miami trip,
3: and here we go. I I feel like
2: I shouldn't. What do we you can't oh. tease like that? Let's right. But I you feel like we go okay, we either go. I feel like as I grow, I shouldn't dwell on the stupid shit that I do <laughs> and instead just learn and be better. I was
1: gonna ask, so what are the learning moments from this trip? Let's just do that. Well
2: at one point, because the first night I got there, it just chilled in my room the whole night and i was so bored that i was just sitting on facetime with guap like we both were paused so neither one of us were looking at each other and he was oh, just oh dear lord and he was just making a song and i was just playing candy crush and like neither one of us were talking to each other and it sometimes he would just come in and and just like say something or whatever but the time he did say something he was like you know marissa you're too fucking old to be laying in a hotel room like waiting for someone to call you right now oh hell no and i was like you know what you are absolutely fucking right he was like this shit was cute five years ago this shit ain't cute no more i was like wow he's like you're gonna be like old and single if you keep doing this fuck shit and i was like all right you know what right you're going too far now i get it (laughs) so that was my learning moment that was it and then uh the next day was cool and then i came home on friday and that was another reason i was late today because as soon as i got home um, because my flight was early. It was like 9 a.m. yesterday, which would be 6 a.m. here. Mm-hmm. So I woke up super early yesterday for that flight, flew, landed. As soon as I landed, I got home. I had to do my little social media gig that I do for four hours. Then as soon as I was over, Netflix had their black employee holiday party. So obviously I'm there. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> and then after that, I, my other girlfriend had a birthday party. So I was nonstop yesterday. So today was my first day to like sleep in
3: for a while. Wait, so what went down at this holiday party? Um, it was pretty cash. It was, like,
2: catered and just, like, really cool. Um, they had, like, two really, like, floor-to-ceiling big screens. Mm. And they were just playing um, throwback music videos and shit like that, like, Ladies Night and that, those kind of, like, fun shit or whatever. And then they switched it to, um, like, some dope, like, you know, B2K Christmas album and that type of shit. And then the visuals were just, like, clips from, like, b- bomb-ass, like, cartoons and black sitcoms. Just like Christmas clips from all of that shit or whatever. So it was pretty cool. I, still,
3: I feel like maybe it's like the type of work that I do or something. I always miss the Christmas parties. I always end up at the company that, oh yeah, we used to have a Christmas party, but this year we don't have a budget for it. I Aww. I've always <laughs> every single year I've ended yeah. up in that position. I never get to where are the company Christmas parties? It's like this elusive I mean, you thing. gotta work for
2: like the fire ones, I guess. Yeah. Like even even with hot ninety seven. The fucked up shit with that was I was never a Hot 97 employee until my very last year there in 2016. Mm -hmm. From 2010 to 2016, I was just Flex's employee or Ebro's or Angie's. So they paid me and not like Mm -hmm. Hot 97. So like because I only stayed on the radio station side, I didn't know any of the people. I mean, like they knew me sort of because I was a personality over there. But like I never got invited to their fucking holiday parties, and like I'd be so mad because like I could go if I had known about it, and like went I could ask. Mm-hmm. But like at a six holiday parties, let's say I think like five, I'd find out as they were going on, yeah. and I'd be like, well, God damn it, I can't <laughs> fucking go to this. I only went one year, and it's ironic because well, this is I feel like I don't know if my thought process is gonna come out of my mouth properly, but today is the four year anniversary of when I met someone like super important to me that I'm and I'm going to go see him next week and oh <laughs> at the, the the one hot Christmas party that I went to from 97 was that year and it was like 2 days later and that was the first day we exchanged numbers and
3: I don't know but that's just cool to me for <laughs> <laughs> yeah. explaining random things that <laughs> right. like she cares about. Exactly. Right. That's why I
2: said, I don't know if it's going to come out of my mouth right the way that it was in my head because in my head, I'm like, well, what a cool little full circle moment. And as I was saying it, I was like, it's not really that cool. Oh, but there is something that I did want to say that has nothing to do with anything I wrote on this paper, but I had another breakthrough yesterday and I realized, so like, and it, the breakthrough was just a realization, but, like, I don't know what to make of it. But so I think I, I mentioned it last week when I was talking about it, how, like, in sixth grade, uh, or maybe I said it two weeks ago. I don't know. But in sixth grade, um, I think that was the year that kind of, like, screwed me up because I was friends with everybody, like, the popular kids and the dorks. But I wasn't pretty enough for the popular boys. And then, like...
3: So you couldn't... You didn't know where to fit in. Yeah.
2: And, that like, and then I wasn't... um dorky enough for the dorky boys so and like i was like almost damn near a sellout because i'm cool with the popular kids or whatever but i was Mm. still friends to everybody so it was like a weird and i guess especially just like not being wanted by the guys and like all my friends on both sides like all had boyfriends and shit so then i I was just telling carol this morning i'm like yo my life is kind of like the same parallel because it's like i'm a working woman in the industry so i'm on like that side of things Mm -hmm. but like I'm also too thoughty and, like, out there for, like, the average woman that works in this. So, like, we're peers, but they don't, we're not, like, the best of friends. And, then like, those guys, too, just kind of look at me as, like, oh, crazy Marissa. And then with the artist, like, I'm not exactly a video vixen either. So, it's not like I'm going to be their girlfriend. So, it's, like, this weird Damn. in-between place again. And I'm yeah. just, like, wow, I'm always, like, in but, like, There's got to be a tribe for me, like, in the middle (laughs) ground somewhere, and I just haven't found it. We don't know. So I have to talk to my therapist therapist about that now and see if any of the things I do are related to, like, feeling like I don't fit in in those senses.
3: Well, I think you've already made that a little bit of a connection, if you can already put the two and two together. Yeah, but, like...
2: What is my direct reaction to that? Is is So is my behavior with men because of that? Is that what it is? And then because of that, what's my exact thought process for that? Like, why am I doing that with men because of that? Like, I just want to kind of connect everything and be like, what is my logic? Because I don't know it. But I think if we talk through it, I'd figure it out kind of thing. Okay. So I just need her to ask me the questions that's going to make me think of alternate thoughts that I didn't already think of and then talk through it. And then maybe I'll stop doing stupid shit like I did this week because... I really am too fucking old. <laughs> Shit. Well, this is just... I
3: just finished reading a really good book last night. Okay. And it's called Why Men Love Bitches. I
2: th- is that the Steve Harvey
3: book? No. No, that's a. Uh... It's written by some lady named Sherry. I think
2: I read that one and I read. What's the Steve Harvey book?
3: What's the fucking Steve Harvey book? God damn it. Whatever. I don't know what book she's talking about, but the book that I'm talking about. Out. It's so good. Like I reached so many revelations last
2: night. I want to say I read that one.
3: Okay well may- maybe.
2: But, but I feel like I got nothing from it. I'll give you a
3: little refresher. It. Okay. Personally I didn't realize this but I'm just like really like too nice sometimes and like when I say nice it's like not even in a good way and the book was like pointing it out like when you start waiting around for someone to call you or text you like I find myself like obsessing like oh like it's noon now and he still hasn't called me then when he calls me I'm like gonna answer because I'm like oh he finally called me yeah but the book is saying like just keep on doing like your own thing and like Do you, like, don't wait around for someone to call you. If he does call you and you are in the middle of something, don't drop what you're doing and then, like, answer him or, like, whatever. Yeah, I did read this book. And I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I'm not that way at all. Like, I've always, like, thought, oh, like, I just want to make them feel like they're really important. So I'm going to, like, drop everything. But the book is saying, like, it kind of comes across as, like, you're kind of needy.
2: Yeah. Mm. No, I think I'm needy. So I'm not even going to bother trying to do that. (laughs) And then, like, if they call me and I wanted to see them, I'm going to fucking answer because I was fucking waiting to talk to them. So
3: I know. But, but, okay, and I would do the exact same thing, but this book is saying, like, you know, like, not every night. Like, if you had plans to, like, go out and do something with your friends, don't bail out on them and then go. But what if you
2: didn't really want to do that plan with your friends? You were just filling your schedule so you wouldn't sit your ass at home and do nothing. But then then at the same
3: time, you're making it seem to him that he has a 100% hold on you is what the book is saying. Mm -hmm. Is that now he thinks that. You can like he can just have you like whenever and then like it makes you seem like you don't think you're that important.
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. I did read this book. It just tell me all this. I mean, like we know that, though. Right. But I
3: didn't. Like I okay, that sounds really stupid. Obviously, like I know that. I guess you
2: just never thought. About no, it. I yeah. just
3: didn't realize how like how it's such a thought process that so many people have. Because I thought I always thought like, oh, it's just me. Like I'm just a weirdo. Like I that's just the type of person that I am. But then I was talking to my friend. She's like, no, like I'm like the exact same way. I was like, oh shit, really? Yeah. <laughs>
2: Typically like that, unless I don't really like you. But I think all of that there's, there's so much so many layers to that because of course if a man really likes you, like he's not really thinking like that either. He's just really grateful that you're making time for him and y'all are just Seriously. making time for each other. But if it's a guy that's like on the fence, then yes, he's gonna be like, ah, this bitch th- mad available, bro. As
3: women, like we're so much more likely to like bend over backwards Absolutely. to like, hang out with. The
2: guy. Absolutely agree. <sighs> and when I was really high last night, I was just thinking that I just need a really regular guy and then i can be like ruling his roost
1: that's how i feel because honestly like my thing is why can't we do all the things that we want to do so we want to fucking drop everything for a guy and this and the third i feel like there's someone out there who's not going to look at it as needy you know what i mean like that's where like matchmakers and like soulmate shit come in you know come into play because it's like okay well maybe it's the type of thing that i'm dealing with right now like he's gonna look at it like damn this bitch needy as fuck like I got to let go of her because she too damn, you know, aggressive. Da, 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 da. But it's just like, I am i don't want to stop doing me and being me for a dude.
2: And then I have to overthink it, too. Like, exactly. all right. No, let me not answer. I'm going to wait approximately three hours and 37 minutes. Right. And then I'm going to risk. Like, that's just too no, much. I that's, think yeah. that that's
3: doing the most. That's like really like playing games. But I think yeah. it's what but like the intention that you have behind it has to be like, I'm doing stuff for myself. So it's like, because I'm the type of person who, you know, like, It'll be the morning time and I'll be like, Okay, like I wonder what my boyfriend's gonna do for dinner. Am I gonna cook or am I gonna do this? Like, I'm gonna wait and see like what he's gonna respond. But at the same time, you like You should just
2: be making the decisions. You just, right. like so
3: I am going to make dinner, he can join. If he can't make it by the time I wanna make dinner, which is around seven thirty when I come home from work, then he can heat it up. Or, yeah. like, something yeah. else. But in my head, I'm like, I'm just going to wait. Oh, okay, now it's 8.30. Oh, where are you? Oh, you're taking a shower. Okay, and then, then I'm eating dinner at, like, 10.35. Mm. Like, I think it's stuff like that. It's, like, the intention.
2: I was okay. thinking about it last night, too. Like, I truly, truly enjoy just, like, being home alone, like, all the time. Like, lately, I aside from, like, my little trips, like, I've legitimately just been in the house on my couch, like, enjoying my Christmas decorations, just, like...
3: I want to see your Christmas decorations. They're
2: really cute, too. And so, like, I was just thinking, like, most of the times when I'm with somebody, there's, like, a slight level of, like, I'm annoyed, like I'm or I'm just, like, adjusting myself to, like, be around them and, like, be doing what they want to do. Like, even when I went to Miami, like, I didn't have fun. I was doing this so that, like... People I was with had a good time. And mm-hmm. like I was thinking about, like, I think I think all this alone time is like helping me realize like what I really, really like. and just like, like, to your point, like make I gotta make sure, make certain that I'm not adjusting myself so that they're more comfortable. Like I'm not saying I'm gonna make them uncomfortable. but like, if i like I, I realize being home alone brings me like true peace. So like, even if I'm obsessed with this guy and I want to be around with him all the time, like, I also need to, like, stop and just make sure I have my day at home to myself and, like, purely yeah. balance that shit. And, like, because even though I think I want to be around him, like, in hindsight, it's it's going to, like, deplete me, I guess, mm-hmm. of, like, meanness and me-time and, like, my own personal thoughts. And, like, you can't really have those deep, like, thoughts to yourself when you're sitting there talking to somebody or just around someone. Like, you just need time with yourself to just – I mean, and that's me. Some people like being around company all the time or whatever, like – I truly, truly enjoy just, like, being by myself, completely uninterrupted.
3: My mom is the same way. And I always thought, like, that's different. But Mm -hmm. now that I know, like, she really likes it. Like, I'm like, Mom, like, do you want to do something today? She's like, no. Like, she just sits in the dark. Like, she sits (laughs) in the dark of her room. Uh And she, like, watches movies. And she, like, does her little thing. And I always think, oh, are you sure? She's like, I want to.
2: Yeah, I mean, like me, I like all the lights on, but obviously (laughs) I just like brightness or whatever. But yeah, I just like to sit there. And then, like, I mean, I do get, like, lonely, but, like, damn, I wish I had a man. But that'll be more fire, I think. I think I'll enjoy it even more when I know I do have a man in, like, the outside world of my little cave. Mm. And so, like, there is fun stuff waiting for me out there, but I'm just in here hibernating. You just decided to recharge,
3: reload, recalibrate.
2: So, like, I really am excited now to meet a man and then just sit home and, and not talk to him or not be with him or something so just got to meet that person and then guap was telling me too he was like you need to meet somebody that's like super fire that everyone th-. he's like because you know a lot of like women judge you because you know again they, they think they're, they're supposed to be by the book or whatever and he was like and men will always be like oh i can't be with a bitch that just you know be talking about threesomes and whatever 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 he's like and then there are a lot of men that don't care he was like you need to be with somebody that's hella fire that you would assume cares and then when he's with you, it just makes everyone hate, like, fuck, like he wiped her, that's mm. crazy. And he was and then I was like, Well, what about? Because there was like this one crush that I had that was our mutual friend, the guy I was supposed to have a date with like a month ago that never happened. Oh God. Mm. Um, he was like, No one will care. He's like, they'll damn near just be happy for y'all. I'm like, oh, hope it works out. That's nice. <laughs> and I was oh, like, he's man. like, it's not gonna not make a statement. And he's like, don't, it's not, no, don't do it. <laughs> I was like, thanks, guap really.
3: He's like a nice little little guru. I was going
1: to say I think we need to find a matchmaker. Let's like you already got the therapy going so you could figure out, you're you know right, what I mean? You're right, yeah. Like let's just like put put these people to the test and try Chris, and find you some people.
2: I
3: want to get Chris back a little. Oh yeah, we
2: should do like a year-end wrap up with him. Yeah.
3: I think that would be really That'd cool. be dope. Reach out. Yeah. Cuz you know, we need a we need to follow up. Yeah, we yeah. do.
2: And uh, some of the shit came true for real. Yeah. Or most of the shit. And then um I wanted to meet a man last night at the Netflix party, but my stupid ass took an edible beforehand. Shout out to <laughs> Cushy Punch. That's the name of it. Oh, I remember that's I couldn't the one that I was it.
3: trying. That's the one that I thought it was. Oh, okay, and I, yeah. They okay. are
2: fucking amazing. So we
3: do both like the product because it's the same one that I said that I like. Oh, and you ate the whole thing? Yeah, because they're, they're so little. Yes, but there's 20, but like yeah, but one thing but you gets guys, me so high. I'm not like a rabbit. <laughs> like the little bite you have to take is just like, don't, I, have to, I have to eat the whole thing.
2: I'm, I'm It's in my purse. I lost the cover, so it's just like a loose. Guys,
3: it's literally the size of an eraser.
2: This is one piece, and it gets oh, you so fucking high. One little square. Can the
1: camera see it? It's like a dime.
2: Yeah. You can eat the whole thing, too, and guess what? You'll be
3: wonderfully
2: I kind of want to take it right now. Are you driving? Yeah, but it's, it takes 60 minutes to kick in, so by the uh-huh. time I take it, I can leave. But I want to do laundry, and I just feel yeah, like. I do laundry, too. You know I think
3: this is not a, Oh I'm here we go do Oh do shoot do, Yummy
2: Anyway so I took An edible last <laughs> night
0: Smoke weed every day
2: And then I got really high In the holiday party So I was like This was stupid So I just sat on my phone And played Candy Crush Can we have a life.
3: holiday party?
2: I was thinking about that
3: But now that we have Such a small team We need to like Add some more people I know Well I mean
2: <laughs> If we would have thought About this uh, Before December
3: ninth, <laughs> Um <laughs> Um. <laughs> We're the worst liars of the face of the planet, guys. Um, you can't know, put we we probably could have
2: like actually thrown like the Marissa explains it all Christmas party and oh like invited God. real people and like had an actual party, like like Kalani's Christmas party the other day, which I was so mad because they called me that morning like, "Oh, come to our Christmas party," and I was like, "I'm in Miami, fucking trapped like a damsel
0: in oh. oh. <laughs> like
2: a sex slave." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh.
2: Anyway so um yeah so we fucked that up so there's that that's not happening yeah we did um but maybe we could just have like a little team maybe we could do like a team like secret santa but are you guys all going
3: home like well you live here
2: prime lives here
1: i'll probably i'm leaving like 21st 22nd
2: i'm only
3: maybe we could do something like in the new year i was was gonna say let's do a new year calibrate like when do you
2: get back when i'm sorry when do you get back
1: um i'll be back before the new year
2: maybe we could just do a vision board party
3: yeah we
2: that would be fun yeah
3: that would be so fun because i
2: didn't make one last year which and I f- think you need. To- that was the first year I haven't in a long time. And 2018 was, it just, it sucked my dick from the back. And not in a good way. Because that actually sounds like it'd probably be good. So it was a bad reference. <laughs> but 2018 wasn't good to me. So, yeah, I think the vision board part is a very important thing. Is that me and my earring
3: clicking? Yeah. You want to oh. give us some insight on a little bit of. Well, I saw that you posted a list on your fence of things that you're really grateful for. That I'm for. grateful mm-hmm. for this year. You want to. That. You want to get into it a little bit um i feel like we should do something here and wrap up with
2: chris okay but some of the things i am grateful for grateful for i'm actually grateful for getting fired from revolt or laid off rather i think that was very important for my mental health because that place fucking sucked dick and it allowed me to like have a very free and to myself rest of the year Mm -hmm. in my house or whatever. Sensational. Exactly. (laughs) And then a few other things off top, because I'm going to review that. That was like my short list because like I I was waiting. I really wait to like the the last week of the year and then I really do it for real every year. Um, But going to Europe for my first time, like that was really crazy. And going to Puerto Rico for my first time, also really crazy. Um, Getting to ride my second private jet. that was pretty cool um meeting chris and having a really cool psychic in my life Mm -hmm. really lit and Getting my companion pass so that I can fucking fly all over the state. Of yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, hey. right? So those are some random, those are like um, semi-superficial, but also not really because it kind of all ties into the bigger picture of had I not been laid off, I wouldn't have this freedom mm-hmm. to have gone to Europe, to gone to Puerto Rico, to build these memories, to even this flight pass, like, I can pick up on a Tuesday and be like, you know what? That is dope. I your want to ability go to, to travel and yeah. go
3: and do all that.
2: Although it's still annoyingly expensive. You got to pay the Uber to LAX, Uber back from LAX, all that little shit. But I guess it's still not.
0: <laughs> I was about to hit one bad. of us up to
2: <laughs> drop your
1: ass. Home. <laughs> you know, I'm about to start because
2: I'm, I'm so mad. My home girl, she was living here for like six months or so, and she has a she has a license, but she didn't. She was just moved out here and didn't have a car. So we worked out the bomb and steal. I'm like, yo, you borrow my car every time I go to the airport and you just take me to the airport. So she would right. drop me off, pick me up. It was fucking beautiful. Was and this Shay? Yeah, Shay. And then she moved back to New York. So oh, Is she okay. living
3: there or is she living here?
2: She's there now, but she's been tweeting about how she's coming back. And she told me she was only going home for a brief period of time until she could figure out a situation. So nope. I hope she comes back. And then I don't know what Mike's gonna want to do come February first when we renew our lease. Oh yeah, because he's damn near married at this point, so it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> does it make sense for him to and her both to be paying two separate rents mm. when they maybe could just get a spot together? So I'm like a little nervous because I really, really love my apartment and like. Did so much to it as far as like shit I'd have to fix, but to, to give it back, mm-hmm. like painted the bathroom and put up words and because those shits aren't reusable, like those those quotes I get from my wall, mm-hmm. and I hung up so much shit that I have to cover all of that. Oh, so I just hope that either a he just wants to stay another year, or if he moves out, maybe maybe Shay wants to move in or some shit like that. Like because I definitely don't want to live with like a Craigslist person. Mm-mm. I don't want a roommate. Period. The only reason why it works well with Mike is because it's my best friend, and like I just want to hang out with him all the time.
1: Zombie on the track.
2: Exactly. So I'm. A little, I don't know. I'm gonna see. Fingers crossed because <clears throat> our spot is like perfect. It is fire. And the parking. It's just so many great things. There's a lot
3: of great things about that spot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and just
2: having two floors and three bathrooms, and not having to be bothered by people coming into our bathrooms because you could just go downstairs and.
3: It was good for a dog. <laughs> Do you think offset's gonna move out? You think he already moved out? Oh
2: well no no no. So the thing was I'm pretty sure that was his crib that she moved into in Atlanta. I don't think they bought a crib. Actually, I you're thought
1: right. she did. She didn't?
2: No, I think they just I think she just moved into his crib. Oh shit.
3: So who's moving out? What's going on? I mean, I'm
2: sure she's moving out. I, I on cause um I read a I wanna say Rolling Stone and I'm not sure, but let's say this was like six months ago or so. It was one it was like a really well established publication. And Cardi even said in the interview, like, I feel like um uh I wanna say Rapunzel, whatever one of those ones where she was just like, I'm locked up in this castle and I I don't know how to drive. I don't have a license, so I can't even mm. take myself around. So she was and she's like, oh, you know, all my um all my family's in New York. When I get a chance, I always just try to go stay in the hood with my grandma, blah blah mm. blah. Oh,
3: I saw I saw that. Yeah.
2: So I think you know, a big part of it, and that almost goes back to what I was saying earlier about, like, I just like my alone time and being by myself. Cardi likes her New York time, and being with her family, that's who she is and how she grew up, so, like, to kind of be plucked out, and, like, it is fun to be with the one you love, but when it's, like, really at a sacrifice for your personal Mm -hmm. peace.
3: Well, then you also know that they're doing some dirt on you. Exactly, so you
2: can't even rationalize it, like, well, I'm holding him down, and he's holding me down in other ways. Um, That had to be really tough, and then the, like, Cardi we've very clearly seen as a collective that she doesn't do well with the fame shit. Doesn't like people's commentary. You know, she works do her. Do you think fucking she doesn't like off. it or
3: she's just very like assertive about herself? Like she
2: I think it, I think she r- truly doesn't like it. I mean like I think also she's assertive about herself, but I think it truly like gets to her and really fucks with her and mm-hmm. she does not like that shit. Hence why she didn't even share her daughter's photo for so long. Yeah, she, she couldn't handle it. that commentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as a mom, especially her, like and as a mama bear, you probably want to like jump through the screen and fucking slash somebody's face. Um, so all that too, and then like she works her fucking ass off and probably double time right now because she just had all that downtime mm-hmm. having maternity leave at like the peak of her career. So she's
3: killed it though. She's no, stayed it's, on it's, top. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. There was not even
2: a drop in um relevancy like at all at any so point. So mm-hmm. from
3: okay, so she just put out money, mm-hmm. but what was going on? Before.
2: um the the album was still
3: just it was living. just the album but and then she's been on some features she was on a city girl feature yeah a
2: little yachty feature just, and then um but like ring picked back up at radio now it's like it most added in urban and shit like that okay. so like all her song like everything was already working for her so she was
3: so relevant the whole yeah time. and then nobody, she did like a global citizens festival in
2: New York in like September um and the album just dropped in April so. She literally lived all summer off that, of that whole
3: time. Nikki was still trying to beef with her. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And like just made
2: it all the way through and came out on top. And then even when she had that court date yesterday, walks out and they're like, oh, by the way, you got five Grammy nominations." like, she um, just killed it all year. But all that to say, like, you know, when you are that busy and then he's equal, it's like. It just sucks because it's like the downside of dating an equally successful person is like you literally have to like schedule in a date for your both of yourselves Mm. and work it around just demanding schedules that like some shit you just cannot cancel or change around or whatever. So when she probably had her one off day, he didn't have his off day. Mm. And how do you fix and then you gotta go travel with him while he's working so you can see him, but he's still working, so you don't really get y'all time to really just be you two together and bond. Right. So that's going to put another strain on the relationship on top of like we said earlier like he's not being faithful.
3: That that was some crazy stuff too. Well, it wasn't that crazy cuz pretty yeah. normal. But.
2: but it's it's very interesting um someone like you know I was talking about it on Twitter when it when it broke about the level of like dating Well, do you want to get into busy. it?
3: A lot of it, you know, I thought was interesting like wasn't posted on like some of the major blogs like Shade Room and stuff weren't like reporting like About what? About like the strippers that were involved. Oh, the
2: little threesome thing. Yeah. I think cuz it was I think I think cuz it was not even really verified and like so I mean, I guess most of you have seen by now, but apparently Cuban doll's friend Summer Bunny, or some shit like that. We don't um, know. Was in contact with Offset and was fucking around with Offset. And at some point, Offset asked Summer Bunny, Yo, can I have a threesome with you and Cuban doll? And she was like, Yeah, it's good. Cuban's right here. She said, It's good, but she's not going to be around the day that you're asking to do it or whatever. And this got to the internet because Cuban Doll had another friend that she was beefing with, I think, and that friend leaked this information. As far as I'm I am concerned. know, I don't, I don't know. think it was Summer Bunny. I think she was just got caught. In yeah, the then crossfires. there was a video of her crying because she's yeah, upset that she broke so up. So then, then she yeah, so then she so then the Summer Bunny person, the person that was actively fucking with Offset and yielded the threesome request. Um, made a video crying, and a lot of people were like flabbergasted at what she said. She said, I didn't realize the marriage was that serious, I believe mm-hmm. was her, her quote. And so a lot of people were like, the, that's such an oxymoron. You can't say marriage and that serious mm-hmm. in the same sentence. But I added some clarity to it, and a couple people were like, oh, wow, I didn't even like realize or whatever. I get what she was trying to say. The thing is, she doesn't have the room to say it publicly. Like You just can't and expect any type of sympathy for it. But what I think she was saying was like a lot of times when celebrities are dating, you either, we all look at it and be like, that's probably just PR. They probably not really together or really don't give a fuck about each other. But
3: they've reached some sort of understanding.
2: Yeah. Or the other aspect of it is, yes, like obviously Cardi knows he's going to cheat on her because all these rappers do. So I'm sure they just have an understanding. And I'm more than sure that her and him were just fucking. So she's probably like me and him fucking around once or twice. Like that ain't going to break up a fucking marriage. Like. Good, so I think that's what she was trying to say. Like, I didn't realize like me sucking his dick a couple times was gonna literally make them get a divorce or whatever. So, while I do understand her stupid thought process, again, you don't have the right to cry about it on the internet, no matter what you thought it was or didn't think it was. That's not your place, right? And no matter how shocked you are at the reaction. Like, you can, you can say that to your homegirls. Like, oh, shit, I dead really didn't think it was like this. Like, mm. I'm really shocked. But, like, you're literally just not allowed to say that out loud to the internet.
3: Like, And expect a good reaction. Yeah, yeah, like, there's
2: just no, like, we don't feel bad. And even if you thought it wasn't real, in the back of your mind, you do know it is a relationship, period. So any consequence, regardless how crazy it is, and even if you weren't expecting it, you knew you did expect at some point a consequence. Like, some point. So... She's an idiot. Um, they're asking Cuban dollars a true. Of course, she's denying it, but whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I feel really bad for Cardi on top of that. She seems like a super sensitive person. So, like, now imagine you're not even going to have a, a moment to, like, sit and mourn, which is a double-edged sword because, on one hand, that's actually great. You don't have time to, like, get in your feelings and, like... Or
3: maybe she already cut him off in her head, like, a long time ago. Yeah, which
2: is possible, too. I mean, that video was interesting. I feel, like... I noticed a lot of men on my timeline were like, I think that video is fake because she's not even showing any emotion. To me, what I saw in that video was a woman that was so... Like, exhausted from oh, really? trying. Mm-hmm. And, like, she looked like she was near tears, but she was just like, yo, I'm so done. Like, I just have to put this out there. And I think part of her putting it out it there. Rest. Yeah. And so that she didn't keep being embarrassed by these offsets cheating again stories. Mm-hmm. Cause, like, she's like, nope, I let them know. That ain't my man now. Whatever he does from this point. And it might even be, she might have been even getting in front of something else that she knows might come out soon or something. Like, she might have discovered some next shit that she Ooh. was like. We was already dealing with this. Now I'm not about to get in front. I'm just, let me just get this shit all out the right. way. And it sucks. You know, she does have a newborn baby. I think she's going to be absolutely fine. I think, you know, it's so early in her career. And she has so much more big success to get. She's
3: signed to their QP QC quality mm-hmm. control. Quality. Yeah.
2: Um, but,
3: like she said in the video, they're good business partners. Exactly, I like and they, I don't I feel doubt like that they're being for real. Like they do have love for each other. Like they are a good partnership. And they just realize not, like
2: this shit's just not gonna make sense. Mm-hmm. And then it's or so,
3: she's just standing up for herself. She's yeah. like, I'm not gonna put up with this fuck shit. Right, like that's not what I'm into. I am at the peak of my career. We're good. Let's be better on our own. Yep, than together because it's not gonna work for me.
2: Exactly. So, you know, I just hope that. It doesn't put her in, like, a spiral. I remember watching Katy Perry's, like, I think she made a documentary or something Mm. years ago or, like, a behind-the-scenes of her tour video or a movie, one of them shits. And it was, um, I think she was in the middle of a tour, and that's when the divorce started happening with Russell Brand.
3: Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Right, Mm. and she
2: had, like, a call time to be on stage in, like, 10 minutes, and she was, like, finishing makeup in her dressing room, and he sent her a text or something that, like, threw her really off, and like she was like crumbling in the video and like just wanted to just sit in her dressing room and like Mm. feel and like to have to turn that completely off and then go on a stage and just be the shining light for all of your fans that are expecting you to just be the Katy perry that they love and listen to and makes them laugh and smile and shit like that's fucking hard like i just i i really hope that Cardi is dealing with it. And then she has her baby, so that's positive energy to channel and, like, deal with. Do you think she's going to date another celebrity?
3: I think she's going to do whatever she wants. Yeah, I feel like she
2: should have fun right now. I
3: think, Mm -hmm. well, it's not even that. It's, I feel like Cardi just knows that, like, she's good on her own, so she doesn't really, like, anything else is just going to be an addition to, like, make her happy, Mm -hmm. because she's got it, you know?
2: That was, uh, also, I was having a conversation on Twitter. It was brief. It was literally just one tweet, but... Uh, just the fact of, like like I mentioned earlier, two successful people people dating each other, especially when it comes to celebrities per- in particular, because you can have success but not travel that often, so, like, it's a little different. But with celebrities, it's like, especially with the men, like, you know, we judge them like, oh, they're dating this model bitch that doesn't have much to offer except that, like, she looks... I mean, we don't know their personality, so they might be, like, stellar personalities or whatever, but we're like, why does any he date a bitch that got her own and does all this shit, but it's like, maybe they want someone that's there with them all Mm -hmm. the time. And like, that's what they need for their love. They need the affection. They need that person there. And you know, maybe she's not doing much with her life, but maybe she's really got an amazing personality and makes you smile and makes you happy and makes you laugh and makes you think and has deep conversations with you. She just doesn't necessarily do anything for herself. It may not work for him to date the really dope girl that has a nine to five and she's making six figures too or whatever like she's got to be home and he might want her in Europe with him when he has a show in Germany you know what I'm saying like so that's really rough too and now especially like with her I wonder if she's gonna like I mean I can't imagine Cardi dating like imagine she goes back to Tommy
1: is he out already I think so
2: he could go on the road with her right he probably don't do shit oh how about new? I mean, and that's the same shit with me. I mean, but I'm not really that busy at the moment. I feel like I'm going to be, though. I feel like 2019 is going to be a good year. So everyone has a family member who always tells, you know, the best stories, like the one about the first neighborhood TV or the boat trip across Atlantic or whatever. Hilarious college prank. Anything. So there's something called StoryWorth, which not only preserves these narratives so future generations can enjoy them, but it also brings families together every week as they get to know each other better. It's founded by a guy who wanted his dad to record his amazing stories. And I actually do too. I feel like my dad is just literally full of them. Oh, and Glenn. um, th- <laughs> Seriously, Glenn <laughs> is iconic. So, th- And I wish his father was around too. He had some stories. Um, but yeah, the, the, f- the founder, you know, his family enjoyed this process of him documenting his dad's story so much that they launched this, thing this company story worth in april of 2013 so that families around the world can share this gift so basically what story worth is um it's just something that makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts and it asks you questions like therapy that you never thought to ask and that's how you get like the crazier answers back and stuff and at the end of the year after you do this they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book. So it's just something like really cool, really awesome keepsake. Um, How it works, you buy a subscription for someone you love and each week StoryWorth will send them an email with a question about their life. All they gotta do is reply to the email with their story or they can even record it over their phone by calling the StoryWorth number. Um, All the stories are private and only shared with the family that you choose. And then after a year, um, the stories will be bound in a book. And so it's just, like I said, it's a really dope way to connect with your family. It's a really cool way to learn about your relatives, preserve your memories. Um, and like I said, it's a weekly thing and it comes in a hardcover printed book at the end of the year and black and white up to 500 pages. Um, and you can even even uh, upload photos in the email, too. So and you can invite an unlimited number of people. Um, and it's just something that's really cool. And I think, you know, it'll be good to have that in your family and pass it down and all the stories will be preserved and not kind of changed because, you know, if one stories keep getting passed down through generations, they change up. Mm-hmm. There's so many different changes. So if you want to um, get that for, for you, someone you love, it might actually be like a really super cool Christmas present. Go to storyworth.com slash Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-A. It'll give you $20 off. And uh, Yeah. And you could just start preserving your family history one memory at a time. Uh, Okay,
3: this is what I've decided, is that 2019 is going to be a fucking great-ass year. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to, like, have any... Like, I just don't want anything to, like, stop me from, like, doing, like, what I want to do. Yeah. Especially, okay, like, I'm turning... 22 on february
2: 22nd wow you're oh that's your that's your um golden year it's
3: my golden year mm-hmm. and like my
2: golden year was amazing so i have a great I'm, ha-
3: I'm like i've just always had this feeling and like it's been confirmed by like separate psychics and i don't even believe in psychics but it's just kind of all like 22 27 and 28 like i've always just felt we're gonna be great years
2: yeah my golden year was 27 and like i said like amazing 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 year
3: so i just like want to keep that energy going Mm -hmm. and like i really need to start figuring out like what the fuck it is that i want to do
2: i mean me too for sure and i also feel confident in the fact that my year was so trash that i'm like nothing from here here. (laughs) (laughs) and like not it, it it was trash in the sense of stalled development i guess like i didn't do much to propel myself forward but i also didn't go back it was just a very introspective learning yeah it was a very stagnant year but i feel like i learned a lot and then the fact that i started therapy which when you said when i made that list of what i'm grateful for that was actually the first thing on the list is i'm just truly truly proud of myself for taking that step and actively participating um because even if I don't have a breakthrough yet, just mentally, I feel better knowing that I'm working on myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it truly feels good. Like I feel like I'm doing the right. So even when I make a stupid decision, not that I justify it, but I do realize like, well, we are in the process of fucking stopping this dumb fucking shit that you do. So don't beat yourself super up, reflect and realize you shouldn't have fucking done this and then move forward. So yeah, I do. I feel like 2019 and, and, you know, maybe having Chris on, Next week or two weeks from now, let's see, it's the 9th, so we only have, what, two more episodes for the year?
3: Well, that's up to you. We got to figure that yeah, out, but we we'll figure talk out the about timing that.
2: Because, well, I want to look at my motherfucking calendar, so next week we have the full house that you mentioned, mm-hmm. and then the 20th, because the week of Christmas will probably all be on the road and out. stuff. yeah. Not me, but.
3: You're not going home at all?
2: I'm going home Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and I come home the next day.
3: You were just in New York for a little bit, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I
2: just went. I went. Um, it was my best friend Kiana's. Uh,
3: so Kiana sub- gets a my best friend. Yeah, well, because I feel like I don't talk about her enough. That's true.
2: <laughs> so um, she had. they threw her a surprise um, engagement party. She got in- engaged in October in, I want to say, Italy. And she hasn't really done anything yet to celebrate because she was still traveling and things like that. So, her younger sister had contacted me about coming and putting it together. so cute. It was really cute. And so, um, it was like me, her mom, her sister, and like, a few of her girlfriends. And her boyfriend was in on it and brought her. And so it was, it was a, a nice restaurant in New Jersey. You mean her fiance, oh, yeah, her fiance, you're right. Ooh wow. <laughs> and, um, it That's was so fiance. cute, yeah. And oh, her ring is so fucking nice. And she was just so legitimately shocked, like to the point where, like, we thought she didn't care at all because she just had nothing to say when she walked <laughs> up to the table. And then she started crying, which is cute because Kiana rarely ever cries. Aww. And then I think it just made it double as shocking that I was there because I came from across the country and she really didn't. And then, like, I made it a point to not post anything on my social media that I was in New York at all or going to New York. And I had even posted a screenshot of my text with Guap because I had told him like he had to take my baby Nova back because I had to travel. And in it, I had said New York, but I even like crossed it out for my Instagram just so that Kiana wouldn't get suspicious. And um, it was really nice. And I, got, I flew back. I was supposed to fly back at 5.30 the next morning, but I missed the flight because I'm an asshole and fell asleep in my Uber and put in the wrong address in my Uber. Oh, my God. So, put it for the wrong airport? <laughs> Not even the wrong airport. It was just like you know when you start typing and then Uber just suggests like 40 different things and I think my finger just hit the wrong thing. So I woke up and he was confused too because he, like the address was like on a random highway in New Jersey. It wasn't oh, even shoot. like off oh, the highway. Shit. So he was like, this is it. But, and I was like, fuck. And I looked in the in the app and I realized that was not Newark Airport. So I had to switch it up and I got there 10 minutes before my flight. <clears throat> so I missed it. And they put me on the next one. So I, I didn't sleep the whole night. I stayed up with the full purpose of sleeping on the flight home. So I had to wait an hour in the airport for the next flight. Then I had a three-and-a-half-hour layover to my next flight. And then I had that flight. So that was a miserable, miserable, miserable travel day.
3: I hate traveling. The woes. And then yesterday was when I flew back from Miami, right?
2: Or two days. Whatever Friday was, two days ago. And um, I got into it with the airline attendant at the airport because I checked in on my phone and there was no place when I checked in to um, put my TSA pre-check ID. And I don't want to go through pre- to through TSA without my precheck. So So when I got to the airport, I was going to go just check in again at the kiosk because then you could put it in and it'll print it on your boarding pass. So as I was waiting in the line, I was trying to get the attendant's attention to verify that I could indeed check in here because I didn't know if you could check in twice technically. it might The computer might tell you, like, no, you've already checked in. Mm. Move on or whatever. So... I have an hour and a half to kill. So I'm not even, now I'm like an hour. So I'm not like pressed for time. But I was kind of getting like annoyed. I was like, excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. And I said, excuse me, probably like four times. And she's just like looking mean. And like, you know, there was two lines. So she's like yelling at the other line and whatever and I'm behind one person, and so it's almost my turn to go to the kiosk, so I finally get her attention, mind you, she was like in earshot of me every time I said, excuse me, so that was like irritating me more too, because I'm like, I feel like I know you can hear me, but I still wasn't mad, because I was just, I just had so much time to kill that I was like, it's whatever, um, and so I finally got her attention, I was like, excuse me, and she was like, yes, and I was like, um, you know, I checked in online, but I didn't put my TSA, TSA pre-check ID yet, um, would I be able to check in here and not have a problem? And she was like, "Yes, but is there a reason you didn't get into the one line that I made?" And I was like, "Oh, Damn. So I ste- It was literally just once because I didn't hear her because I was like just fixated on trying to get her attention. I didn't. So when she was yelling at that other line, apparently it was to tell us all to get into one line mm. and fucking here, you stupid bitch. So I stepped over into her stupid fucking line, and now I was the first person because the guy in front of me had already gone, and I was like, "Don't fucking speak to me like that." And she was like, oh, excuse me? You know, it's a federal offense to not listen to a TSA agent. I'm like, miss, I listened to you. I didn't hear you the first time you said it. And the second time I'm standing in your stupid lot, like I'm here now. And she was like, you're not getting on your flight. What's your name? What's your name? You're not getting on your flight. What's your name? I was was like, I'm not telling you my name. She's like, no. I'm, I'm going to go talk to my supervisor right now. You're not getting on your flight. You're not getting on your flight. And I was like, I'm not telling you my name. She, uh, I'm going. To, she leaves the whole area to go find her supervisor. Wow. Mind you, you could be helping all these people. Mm-hmm. Now you're taking, just to prove a point, because mm-hmm. I, I listened to you too. It's not even like I was like, fuck this. I'm causing a scene and I'm also not a threat to anybody. You're mad I said the F word. That's literally what you're mad at. Mm. And I shouldn't have cursed, but it wasn't, it, I was just fucking annoyed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And that still shouldn't be your reaction. Right. Like, just let it go. So, um, So she walks away. So now it's my turn at the kiosk. She's still gone. So I'm like, cool. So I'm trying to like hurry up and get through the kiosk. I could just get the (laughs) fuck out or whatever. And it's asking me 40,000 fucking questions. And as I'm typing, this bitch comes, hovers over my shoulder. And it's just like, and even she's like in my personal space too. Not even like back here where it's like, I mean, it's still annoying, but like, but like she's literally right here. And I was like, can you please back up? She's like, no, I'm going to get your name so I can tell my supervisor. And I was like, please get out of my space. I asked her 3 times this bitch stayed right Damn, there. Damn,
3: this could have been ended up being something. Right. And mm. that's and then I was starting to get worried because I'm
2: like I'm going to start reacting in a yeah. second for real and then I'm really not getting on this flight and I'm probably going to be banned from American period and like that's be- and this bitch is fucking with me. Like right. I'm not even doing anything. So, I'm like let me just just put my shit in. And then she's still waiting. She waits for my name and my TSA ID, which was wow. really like fucking bothering me about that really or whatever. Cause I'm like, don't fuck with my shit right. like get the, because you're, you got a chip on your show. I don't know who the fuck pissed in your cereal today, Right. but all of this could have been avoided if you fucking spoke to me like a human earlier. Don't ask me a rhetorical question. Like I'm stupid or a child or that I was purposely not listening to you. When I want, you said it one time and I didn't fucking hear you because I was trying to get your attention mm-hmm. period. Like all of this could have been avoided. And, um, so then she gets my shit. So she then she goes back over to her supervisor. And so I, I was done. I printed out. Mind you, I'm like nervous now waiting like to get to the end and my pass say like N- canceled You know what I mean? Like I'm like literally my heart's pounding as I'm finishing, but it printed out. So then I found another agent and I'm like, can you – find me your supervisor because I want to make a report on her. Because right. while she was hovering me, I'm like, what's your name? Joanne. Uh, got you. And so, because I, I was like, I'm fucking making a report, bitch. Fuck out of here. Oh. So then um, the woman took me to the supervisor, but it was the same one. So Joanne was actually actively speaking to him as I pulled up or whatever. Oh, and I was like, excuse me, I want to make a report on an employee. And it was like an older white man. And he was like, oh, who, you know, what's the problem? I was like, her. And then she gives me like this smug ass look as she walks away on some, like, aha, bitch, you're not getting on your flight type look or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna kill this bitch. So she <laughs> walks away. And so I tell him what happened. Mind you, you know, I'm well spoken, I'm right. calm. I'm not like, fuck this bitch. I'm, right. I'm literally like, you know, I, I was like, I didn't hear her one time. I complied and immediately got in the line. And I was like, admittedly, I should not have cursed at her. I completely agree with that. But there's no reason for this behavior. And mm-hmm. da, da, da. And so he was like, no, but you got to understand, like, there's a lot of people standing around and we got to get in one line. I'm like, it's not about the line. I am okay. I understand she needed us all in one line. We are all on the same page there. I simply didn't hear her the first time she said it. And the, the the, the next time I heard her say it, I got in her line and that's when I finished speaking to her or whatever. And like, I had started my story, I think while she was still standing there and she was trying to like shake her head wow. like i'm making up a part of it or like because i was like i tried to get her attention three times and she didn't hear me and she's like no no and i'm like bitch just the fuck like how you gonna tell me? Ignoring me yeah <laughs> and um so then i so then like as so i'm like i kept because he kept being fixated on like thinking that i was upset that she told me to get in line or something and i was like i don't mind that right. at all like she was doing her job i'm like the part i'm discussing is there is Working in customer service, no reason ever in life that she should have asked me, is there a reason that you're not in the line? Like, don't fucking talk to me like right. that. You are in customer service. That's not how you speak to somebody. Even if you're not, it's not how you fucking speak to mm-hmm. somebody. And he was like, "No, I fully understand. I'm going to talk with her." He was like, "You know, you're in full. I, I realize you're fully in compliance. Like, you can go on and get on your flight. There's no problem here. No yes, issues or whatever."
3: Yes, you tell you tell Joanne. Yeah,
2: and so like I was gonna wait around and like actually make the report because I'm I'm not letting that shit go. Right. But like I didn't want to do it right there. I'm like, I just want to know that I'm safe and on this flight right. and like right. not cause any more waves and end up like. You know if we go back and forth and they end up believing her and then they don't let me on the flight and you know what i mean like so right. i'm like i'm not even gonna play this game so once i finally got on my flight the first thing i did was tweet american and i was like i, I wanna saw make that a, yeah I'm i like, did
3: that oh. the next day with jeff or with Ye- chase
2: yeah I'm, like, I'm not playing that shit. i, like, I want to make a report so they're like please dm us what happened and i dm the entire story i was like here's my record locator my name i'm flying from mia to lax like I want this report done. Yeah. And so they were like, please. So then they, I had to send them my email and my mailing address as well. And like, at first I was joking. I was like, cool, I want to get some free shit. But like, I, I mean, I don't even fly American. So I, I don't even give a fuck about mm-hmm. getting a voucher. Like I legitimately like want that them to acknowledge that yeah. like, this bitch was dead ass fucking wrong. And I either want her to like, I want her to apologize. I mean, I don't even care about apology as far as I just want acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. Like, if they could just say, like, yes, she agrees she was wrong, mm-hmm. I'll take that. And that's literally all I give a fuck about. But Joanne better watch who the fuck she thinks. She's yeah. playing with, it, stupid little fucking bitch.
1: She was out of line.
2: <sighs> Sorry. I was so mad about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very curious to see when they contact me and what type of resolution that they're going to have for me because this shit better be good. Stupid fucking horse. Damn, Joanne. Right. And what were you mad at Chase for?
3: That was stupid. I was, was really stupid. Uh, like too stupid? <laughs> yeah, too stupid to waste even a breath talking
2: about. <laughs> okay. I really liked what you put and I don't understand, so you have to explain a little more. Diplo post a photo of I know Instagram's new close friends feature. Is that supposed to be for stories only? Okay. So Well well wait before we get there though, but that is close friends just for yes, stories?
3: Close friends at the moment is just for stories. I don't like it.
2: I haven't tried it. I don't I've know why, but it. I don't trust it. It scares me. I, I don't know why. I just feel like it's not going to work and I'm going to post some stupid shit and then everyone's going to say, say something. <laughs>
3: yeah. That's understandable, but I, what I keep doing is accidentally posting shit to close friends. Oh. But I mean mm. to post it to my story because the buttons are right next to each other. Is it
2: like, like, because um, I haven't played with it at all, is it like when you could do like add to my story or add to my close friends or send yeah. to person? Yeah. Okay, to that it's same. Like,
3: but like, it's like right next to each other.
2: Gotcha. So like
3: I keep, and then I'll be like, why did only four people watch my, f- oh fuck. Mm. And then you can't like go back and like, fuck it up again so then i was posting like six things to my story like the same thing back to back and i i chose a filter and everything and then posted it and then it's the only close friends i was like oh my god i'm gonna fucking kill myself okay.
2: i actually was like i really wanted that years ago because it's one of those things where it's like when you want to send a subliminal to a guy or like post a really sexy picture for them to see but you don't want no but they know that
3: they're one of your close friends
2: oh it oh says shit.
3: close friends at the top so, like, then I'm uh, watching my That's ball. some
0: bullshit.
2: That
3: takes away the whole thing if I'm trying to throw a sub at somebody. No, no. See, like, it's it's like, so they're trying to replace Finsta in a way. Like, you get to choose, like, the, the ten people that you fuck with that you want to see. I mean, like, I box. get it,
2: but I, I want my Finsta, though. Yeah, it's. My, my timeline on so my So, anyway,
3: Diplo posted a picture, and it said close friends zero, and then followers 4.8 million. That's sad,
2: but yeah. that's real. Like, that, a, that's, yeah, that's, that's why I put it on the there. the fame shit. Yeah, that's why I really like that you put that. Like, that's just an interesting topic because you have so many people that are around you and, like, you genuinely don't know their intentions. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's an artist um, a couple of weeks ago, and um, I, I realized, because I've known him for years, and I'm like, you don't have almost anyone around you that, when I met you were around like your team Mm. is like completely different. Yeah. And he was like, well, because their days revolved around me in an unhealthy way. He was like, they had nothing going on for themselves and wouldn't come work with me overnight in the studio, but 9am comes and I'm just getting back from the studio and taking my daughter to work and shit. I mean, to school. He was like, and they're texting me 9 a.m. like, what's the play today, bro? Where we going? What's happening? Like, mm. you know, just worried about wanting to be in the mix and going to get the free Timberlands and all the other shit or whatever. And he was just like, they just wanted to fucking ride the fun train right. and not, like, do anything. And that that's a weird dynamic, too, because these are people you knew before you were even famous. And then to just feel like that, like. And then you pick up people along the way in the industry. Totally. And some are so, so good at disguising that, like, they're literally only around you because you're hot right now. Because they will contact you every day and they will seem, like, really caring and they will tell you all their own personal problems, too. And they will show up to take you to the doctor or do all the little trivial shit that they're like, they must really fuck with me because they'd only want to go to the lit shit if they did. Like, no, there's some people that really, really know how to play the game and they will do all the little non fun shit so that you know that they're riding. And then the second that your wave is dipping, all of a sudden they're really busy when you mm-hmm. hit them to come through. And you know, next thing you know, you know, they're riding the, the wave of someone else. It's, it's it's a lonely fucking business. And then with men too, like, or women, whoever you're dating, I, I meant to say, like, That's really, you never know someone's intentions. Like, it's. It's
1: sick. It is. I,
3: I always wonder, like, you know, people who have, like, a team. It's it's a lot of times it's just, like, the right place at the right time. Like, this person's, oh, this person's been hanging out with us for the last week. It's been cool. Guess they're part of the crew now. Yeah. And they kind of just fall in. And nobody really has a job title. Like, everybody picks up things that they have to do here yep. and there. But a lot of it's also fun yep. because there's more people on the kicking it side than the actual mm. artist. Mm-hmm. And then... It, and, and you just kind of absorb people, and they're not all good people. They might have just popped up out of nowhere, but they happen to be at the right place at the right time. Conveniently, they have no job and nothing. They right. can just they have the opportunity the to be to there just, every single day, and they have yeah. the opportunity to fly to here and here and here and here. Why? Because they don't have their own life.
2: <laughs> that shit is crazy. I know a lot of girls like that, that just kind of like float around between crews and just... Not even having sex, but just like making themselves useful and mm-hmm. party and like they're just available they just pull to go up on the, the road yeah. and <laughs> go on tour and be like the random tour assistant. Like just, they just give them a fucking title <laughs> while they're on the road and shit. And I always wonder, like, how do you pay your rent mm-hmm. at the smallest scale? Because I'm like, I could never live like that just because I have so many bills. But then I realize, like, especially now as I've been paying shit off, like there are people that really only and like if they don't have a car, like they legitimately only have just like rent Mm -hmm. and that's like their only bill Mm -hmm. renting like a utility or whatever and i mean i mean i guess if that's only like 1200 you could if you're just fucking around with rappers i guess they could just give you 1200 a month and pay your i don't know that's a gypsy life that's an interesting fucking lifestyle but damn diplo that is sad i mean he gotta have some friends and then the other thing about that becomes even if you do have day one friends as a celebrity Because of your lifestyle, then, like, sometimes the day ones, like, just don't understand certain shit, so you just legitimately cannot talk to them about certain things, and then you're left with, like, your fake-ass industry friends, and you don't know if they really give a fuck or not. Even I deal with that shit, and, like, I'm nobody, and I have to deal with, like, people's intentions and shit like that. Fucking sucks. I like you guys, though. You're welcome. I like yeah, you too. I feel like we <laughs> <I> haven't been <laughs> hanging out as much, Marissa. So. I know because I've just been in the house or traveling, and you've had a boyfriend, so yeah, okay, all yeah, stuff. you've been well, booed the fuck up. Okay,
3: you guys. <laughs> just because I have a boyfriend does not mean I'm not gonna hang out. You know what? I actually also I want you to meet my boyfriend because he's like he's kind of cool. At
2: our maybe he can come to our vision board party. Maybe. How <laughs>
3: about I'll think
2: about it. I um. Damn, what was I just gonna say? Oh, when I had my boyfriend um I actually got better about like I saw my family way more I think because they were more tolerable because I was going in such a good mood because I was with my man so like I'd bring him with me and we'd all hang out with my family so like I saw my mom and dad way more often and then like my girlfriend Connie she was like super bored at that point in her life so like I we would always just make plans with Connie and like her daughter and shit so I actually like actively made it a point to see my friends more just like worked out that way yeah i'm gonna start
3: like i think i was in the like the honey i mean you gotta gotta take that you gotta Mm -hmm. have that face too no like i really like and i've been i do that thing where i'm like okay like in the morning i'm like "Hmm, i wonder what he's gonna do when he gets off work i didn't even get to do the fuck what i want to do yeah yeah you can
2: i feel like that takes like i mean it depends for me that was like three months with us of just like obsessing every single day i don't want to be with any single other person
3: than yeah him. no that's how i feel too but then i'm like this
2: is not how yeah I'm and then not after like that third month and it was also too like you eat out all the time when you're in a new relationship and so like i was like eating crazy and then that fourth month it was december and i was just like okay time to get skinny and then time to like make more time for my friends and i just flipped the switch and i lost 30 pounds and hung out with my friends a lot and still had a great relationship
3: amazing mm-hmm
2: so you should do that. Don't lose 30
3: pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, with that, I don't think, I don't think I'm do going to go into the new year weighing <laughs> one pound. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: we got to fucking go. I do want to say I want to know why Spotify did those end of the year posts this week when there's three more weeks left Right. 2018. I mean, I hope they included the last three weeks of 2017 for that. But I just, that doesn't count to me. Like, you should have done all of 2018. Like, what if someone drops? Like...
3: But I don't. Maybe maybe it's not like a final closeout yet. Is there like a button that says generate like your results? Like, can you keep on doing it through the end of the year?
2: I have no idea. I'm not an artist, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get a button that. I don't even have Spotify, so I have no fucking idea. But you
3: know what's crazy though? I don't have Spotify, and I feel like you know a lot of people do. But then you know, there's great majority of people that don't. But these numbers are huge. If it's just Spotify, also
2: it's like weird because. I saw people that I know are like broke post those big numbers. And I'm like, where are your streaming revenues at? But don't you? I mean, I know you don't make a shit ton, but you make a good amount of money from streaming revenue.
3: I feel like it takes like a whole calendar year. No, No? it's every,
2: I think it's quarterly. Quarterly. Okay. So I don't know. But I do want to say before we close out, I know we got to get the fuck out of here. I tweeted a thread about this. I'm going to revisit it again. If you don't follow me on Twitter, you need to get rid of your old tweets. Even if you I, I said initially in the tweet, like, you know, if you get a public facing job or whatever. But you know what? Even if you don't, because Twitter has got people out of here that are not famous and just have regular jobs. And you said some fuck shit and they find it and they tell your boss and you don't have a fucking job anymore. And you are the laughing stock of the Internet. And also it's exposed that you're a fucking douche nugget. Um, we've all said, (laughs) we've all said dumb shit and we've all grown up from it and we all don't believe in the shit that we say anymore. Well, most of us, I would hope. Um, so you have multiple options. There are programs you can buy, I think for like no more than $5 that will delete all of your old tweets, every single one. I know some of us, though, hold on to those memories dearly and they mean something to us. You don't want to delete all your old tweets. Your other option is sit down and think of all the problematic words that you can possibly think of. I've done this, Like, you know, gay, lesbian, the F word, like all of that shit that comes with that. Everything, anything racial, anything. Go
3: through your photos. Just
2: think of things, just buzzwords that you just know are just not or phrases or concepts, literally. And you just search your Twitter name and that word and it'll pull up all of it. Delete all of that shit. Um, if you are in media or entertainment or a celebrity or a burgeoning celebrity and you have relationships with people, think of those people's names, search your name in that person's name, delete that shit. You know, I, I know I've like judged who's like a, I don't know. I probably said. Like, I'll
3: tell you. I've tweeted lots of things about Kylie Jenner, and then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, you know, like Kylie Jenner, and, and,
2: <laughs> and like and maybe, and maybe now so, You like Kylie? You know what I mean? Like, like,
3: no hard feelings, Kylie. <laughs> <yeah.
2: dumbly. laughs> just dumb shit. And I've had Twitter. I just made my 10 year anniversary. I'm. I've had Twitter since I was 21 years old. So I'm sure I said some shit. I mean, I've deleted it so long ago. I've done this like three, four years ago or whatever. And then I, I just noted for extra sauce. Download the Time Hop app. And I, I actually found someone the other day that doesn't know what Time Hop is, which was crazy. But you just connect all your social media and it'll every day you load it up. It'll tell you what you tweeted, Facebooked, Instagrammed, stored in your photo gallery that day, every day from the past, however long you've had all those um, items or whatever. So every morning I load up my Time Hop, which is also a super fun trip down memory lane every, ta- every day. And you can also see tweets you have said in that if you missed some problematic shit, there's your opportunity to delete it um, and maybe put your page on private for a little while when you do get an important if this happens and you need to do this immediately, put your page on private first, then delete all the shit just in case and then go about your day because uh, you don't need that shit getting out. And that is my final word. That is me explaining something for once, right? Um, This edible's about to hit. I gotta hurry the fuck up and get home, so I have to be on the road. MEIA Mob. MEIA Podcast at gmail.com. Marissa Explains, that's Marissa with one S on Instagram and mm, Twitter, and uh, YouTube.com slash Marissa Mendez for YouTube. And I'll see y'all later. Don't stop recording.
0: Nice.
3: (laughs) This one's funny.